Haha, here we go. Let's do this thing. It's really cold out. It's five degrees, which is a lot warmer than the 20 below it was on. What was that, Monday? That was ridiculous. I did not like that at all. But it's supposed to be, is it today or tomorrow that it's gonna get really cold again? I'm guessing tonight. But it's part of living where we live. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Friday, woohoo, February 14th, Valentine's Day 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Based on what the day holds, I suspect it is the first of many. I'll be uh, on site with a client in this kind of new arrangement where I do some work for them. Good morning, Frank. And uh, when I'm not doing work for them, I'm doing work for me. But I get a whole office to myself for free, so that's pretty cool. And they have a lot of coffee. And they encourage me to drink it. So sometimes I'm kind of amped up. Good morning, Stacy. Well, Valentine's Day. There's a controversial holiday. You get people who are really into it and, and, and they love it. That's a great example. I haven't even looked, but I'm sure that if I were to look at, well, it might still be a little early for pictures. But in Montpelier, in town, where I live, we have what is known as the Valentine's Day Bandit. This person or people have been unknown to the community for, well, let's see, I moved here in 2002, one. So for at least 20 years, this has been going on. But to my knowledge, it's like 40 years. If, I remember, if I'm remembering correctly. And this person prints out hundreds of color pages of hearts. So eight and a half by 11 paper with a red heart on it. And tapes them to every door and window and lamppost in town at some point overnight. So you go in town and you just see hearts everywhere. People save them. People will take one and put it in their window for the year it's really one of the neatest things. Uh, Valentine's Day Phantom. Thank you, Stacy, not Bandit. Uh, and it's just really cool. And there, there have been copycats that have popped up. People have left Montpelier and gone elsewhere and kind of taken the idea with them. And it's just really neat. It, there's, there's no commercial element to it. Um, in fact, this has been going on so long that the person or people who do it must have been spending a good amount of money on color copies. Like this started back when, when color copies were over a dollar a piece. They were spending hundreds of dollars. I just think it's awesome. Anything like that, anything that people do to make the world better, it's great. So that's kind of one extreme, right? Really positive. And then you got people who just complain about it being a green card holiday and and a lot of them hide behind the notion that you should show people that you love them every day. Well, yes, that is also true. But can it be both? No. I'm single. 
I don't have somebody to take to dinner and to do all the trappings of Valentine's Day. In fact, in my 20s, I refused to celebrate Valentine's Day because I saw it that if I needed to do these things that I was failing as a, as a partner, uh, my position has evolved a little bit. I'm a little more open and hey, here's an excuse for us to go out, go out to dinner and make a big deal out of it. Let's do that, that sounds great. And I'm starting to see more and more people taking the opportunity to just celebrate love in all of the different forms. And I think that's great. So whatever you're doing today tied to it being Valentine's Day, if you're doing anything at all, coffee grounds in the coffee today so it's super strong it being a Friday it's also fun day Friday and the joke Frank has for us today why did the two candles fall in love they found the right match <laughs> love it. I love it. Stacy offered uh, bit of information from yesterday's show. I was trying to remember the name of the Korean uh, kicking martial arts sport game and I couldn't come up with it. It was Taekyung. And uh, so Taekyung would have been the second. This was for a question. What's the strangest martial art you've encountered? And Taekyung would be would be the second one on the list. So. Now what was yesterday? Yesterday was me doing a bunch of work. Uh, going to the gym. What else? What happened with Okay, Wise? Oh, the, um, a couple other things. First, uh, there was an episode yesterday. Forgot to talk about it because I somehow always forget to talk about them. Yesterday's episode was on this. It was it was a, a listener topic, listener suggestion. The idea: Are traditional methods? of running a martial arts class in conflict with growing a successful martial arts school. So I unpacked that as best as I understand it, and you can check that out, of course, here on YouTube, podcast feed, whatever. Something else happened, I think it was Wednesday, and I forgot to bring it up. The audio version of the Martial Artist Handbook is now available. It's available on Audible, and all the places that spider off to my they sent an email that says it's also in uh, the Apple bookstore because they just inherit, they just kind of re sell Audible books. And there was another platform, and I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was Google, but maybe it was. So if you have checked out the martial artist handbook or not, but you want me to read it to you, you can check that out. Book's doing well. It's been fun. It's been fun learning a lot about this and connecting with people about it. And the thing that's most interesting is the fact that there's a book now people give me more credence, which is so strange. I published the book myself. It's it's not it's not like I like a publisher came to me and said, We want you to write a book. Here's an advance. That didn't happen. So I don't know. I guess I'll take the compliment. (sighs) 
if anybody doesn't have um, Audible, if they don't have an Audible account and they want to check out the book and they want it for free, I've got a code on my personal Facebook page. It's too long. It's not like I can just say do this. Um, but if you if you click that link, you get the book for free. And I get sweaty. Oh, everybody wins. This is what this is why. If you listen to podcasts, they're constantly pushing Audible because Audible's got like the highest sign-up bonus. It's absolutely insane how much they pay. Uh, it's seventy-five dollars, at least in the for this thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's different in different settings. But if you go, you sign up for an Audible account and you get that book for free. I get seventy-five dollars. Everyone, do that, please. I would like $75 over and over again. What else? Um, oh, so I've been toying with the idea of getting a drone for a while. I have a few thoughts for this. First, if I get a decent one, of which this is not, this is like a $70 drone, that might make for some interesting filming of martial arts technique. You might have to have multiple cameras, but imagine teaching something and you've got, you know, kind of a 360 degree view and a top view. I mean, that'd be really neat. But the reason I bought this is I have been hiking a number of times and thought I would like to get a different perspective on some photos, on some video. I wish I had a drone. Well, now I have a drone. And now I have to figure out how to pack this drone. To make collapsible ones, but those were much more money. So this is my, my entry point. We'll see how this goes. And Sunday, it's supposed to be decent weather, so I'm gonna go for a hike. I'm gonna somehow bring this thing and see if I can not lose it in the wind. That's my plan. Yeah, that's my weekend. That's that's what's going on. I have no idea what's going on tomorrow. It's gonna be cold. So. Probably stay inside with the fire. Well, enough about me. Let's get to the questions. Yesterday we had one, two, three people submit things. So, thank you, thank you. We're doing great with this. I'm really, really happy. It's a lot more fun for me. Um, not that Frank's questions aren't awesome, but I can't, I won't even say but. You know the saying, anything you say before a but is, is not true. I love the questions Frank writes in. I also love variety. The more people writing in, the more diverse this show becomes and the more it hopefully appeals to people who are interested in different things because we all are going to ask questions in different ways. I'm going to mix up these questions too. From Frank, I'm leaving this legacy to all of you to bring peace, justice, equality, love, and a fulfillment of what our lives should be. Without vision, the people will perish. And without courage and inspiration, dreams will die. The dream of freedom and peace. Rosa Parks. I think that's a bit what 
martial arts instruction is. It's, it's a legacy. When we step up in front of the room and, and teach to other people, we're trying to pass on knowledge. We're trying to share things with them, yes. But we also hope that at least one person in that room will pass on the legacy. Hopefully somebody younger than us will say, this is a thing that I want to do, because if not, martial arts dies. And the things that you have learned and taught, I guess making weird noises, are no longer there for others. It's a, it's a strange, unspoken conversation. And in some schools, there's, there is succession planning, and sometimes higher ranks are groomed for opening their own school. But the dream of freedom and peace, without going into the political side, please, The more confident we are in our martial arts, in our ability to defend ourselves, in our physical prowess, the less likely we are to need to demonstrate that. People who are skilled and trust their skills give off a vibe of confidence that others are less apt to test. Freedom to not be attacked. Peace is when there's no violence. From Gabe, how do you deal with the training partner or coworker who's always right or always has a one-up on you? Very different in training and in work. If it's work, just let them. Let them be right. Let them one-up you. Let them always have the better story. Because what else are you going to do? Are you going to call them out? Is it worth the energy? Maybe if I got fed up, I would tell a ridiculous story showing how ridiculous the one-upsmanship is, and then just walk away before they have a chance to respond. Chances are, if they're doing it to you, they're doing it to other people and they're driving everyone nuts. So don't worry about it. Now, if it's in training, as long as it's not something that is putting people's safety at risk, wouldn't worry about it. I mean, that, that type of personality clearly indicates a fragile ego, someone who has very poor self-esteem, and they're looking for your validation. If you get to know them well, maybe you pull them aside and say, look, I don't know why you feel the need to keep topping my stories. I. It's not gonna change the way I think of you. Maybe they need to hear that. 
if you're an instructor and you have people doing this, as long as it's not disrupting the rest of the class, probably let it go. Because there, there's a lot more It depends. There's a lot of it depends. Somebody wrote something in. What does it say? Frank's saying, if the person at work is a jerk, I think you should stand up for yourself. Yes. Yes, you should always stand up for yourself. But why they're doing it and how they're doing it, I think, has a really big impact. When, when I think of this, I'm generally thinking of someone who, you know, you're telling a story and they're just constantly saying, yeah, but then they're, yeah, well, this one time I, you know, I once went for a, a you know, I once ran a 5K in 23 minutes. Yeah, I ran a 5K in 21 minutes once. You know, that kind of thing. So what? Big deal. What are they looking for? They're looking for you to not believe them. They're looking for you to challenge them so they can feel validated at something that they believe, at least they did that, and it's an accomplishment warranting a challenge because it's so remarkable. This stuff drives me nuts. It really does. I, I don't like people who are like this, and I try not to deal with them. Uh, there's one person I'm thinking of in particular. He always has a story. Um, he can always kind of one-up you. And when I first met him, I did not like him at all. But as I got to know him, I learned that He's hurting, he's lonely, and this is the only way he knows to try to involve himself in the conversation. At least in this case, it doesn't come from malice. It comes from a genuine desire to fit in and an inability to do so. So what have I done? I make an effort to include him. I ask him questions. There are some things he knows that he's very competent in, and when that subject comes up, I try to involve him in the conversation before he even has a chance to tell a one-up story. And in doing so, he has been far less likely to go back to his old way. So maybe there's a, a lesson in there. Another Rosa Parks quote. What really matters is not whether we have problems, but how we go through them. We must keep going on to make it through whatever we are facing. I mean, is that, that's perseverance. I mean, that's martial arts in a nutshell. Not whether we have problems, but how we go through them. <clears throat>
I like the analogy of, of a knife being sharpened. A knife isn't sharpened with, you know, cotton balls and gentle temperature. You forge a knife in, in extreme heat and pressure, and then you sharpen that knife with rough texture and more pressure. But as it becomes honed, it becomes more powerful. The more heat and pressure and abrasion applied, the more useful it becomes. And to a certain degree, we are like that. It doesn't mean that you're going to choose the difficult path. It doesn't mean you should volunteer to go through extreme hardships, but if they're there, and they're always there, let's face it, there's always something. You can choose your attitude with which you face it, even if you can't choose the actions. I have started when I first wake up every morning telling myself today is going to be a great day. Has that single act changed my day? No. But it's changed my attitude. I have better days now. I absolutely do. Is it silly? Maybe. Does it cost anything? Nope. Does it hurt to do it? Nope. Look for the good. Look for the positive. Look for the opportunities. As human beings, we learn by making mistakes. So if you're going through something challenging as a result of a choice that you made, recognize that the more difficult it is, the less likely you are to make that choice again. It's not a bad thing. A quote from Lao Tzu. This one's from Stacy. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Would you rather be courageous or strong? Hmm. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. I would rather have strength. Because, well, I'm just going to choose strength. I don't know that I have a good answer. We, we, we could debate the, um, the semantics of that for a while, but I feel like it makes it hollow. I know what having courage is like. That's been my life. Having strength, much less so. So I'm going to choose that one. Embrace that. I'm liking that it's light out. When I started the show, I could actually see in the backyard, and here we are 24 minutes later as we come to the final quote question of the day. And here it is final one from Rosa Parks Stand for something, or you will fall for anything. 
Today's mighty oak is yesterday's nut that held its ground. We often look for shortcuts for, for big actions. And a lot of people waste a lot of time and a lot of money trying to take those big actions. When the more appropriate use of time and money and energy is small action repeatedly. You look at where a whistle kick is now, none of the big things that I tried worked. I wasted a lot of time and a lot of money doing a lot of big things. Everything we have today is from small action done repeatedly. The podcast, this show, our social media, our products. It's just chip away. We're just getting there. If you were to build a machine that you wanted to handle a problem, would that machine be most efficient trying to do an extreme, something extreme once, once in a while, or would it be more efficient in every way you could imagine to do it more frequently? but with less intensity. Best example I can think of right now for a robot like that, my Roomba, my little robot vacuum. I run it every day. Does it do a great job each time? No, it does an adequate job, but it does an adequate job every day. And because of that, my floors are actually much cleaner than when I used to vacuum them myself with a much bigger, more powerful vacuum once a week. chip away at problems. Be that acorn in the ground that holds on for a long time and becomes a mighty oak. Now it's the weekend. No weekend homework. But if you are so inclined, check out the audio version of the Martial Artist Handbook or maybe some of the new products that are up at whistlekick.com. And if you do, First Cup 15 saves you 15%. Remember, you can ask questions on this show. I hope you do. Oh, thanks, Frank. I missed that, that comment. Frank said, of course, you have great days. You're a great person. I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Subscribe, notifications, ask questions below, answer them on Monday. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Team Whistlekick Smashy Smash Edition is off breaking this weekend. Good luck, Stacy. Good luck, Laura. I will be watching for those videos on Facebook. We'll probably repost some stuff. So go kill it. Proud of you too. And I'm proud of all of you for sticking around and listening to my ramblings for nearly 30 minutes. I'm going to go have another cup of coffee. I got some editing I got to go do on some podcasts and then head out into the world for the day. I hope you have a great Friday, a great Valentine's Day. Saturday, Sunday, and I'll see you back here on Monday. Take care. Peace.